All right, so I'm back here with the podcast. Uh, my name is uh, Denise, and I am uh, hosting 16 Petals Podcast. Uh, this show, um, I'm going to call it Doll, and I'll tell you why in a second. So <clears throat> this is a, a show about all things female. Hopefully this uh, mic is not too uh, too close to my, my mouth. Um, but this is a show about acceptance uh, within what is acceptable within feminism nowadays. It's sort of like rewiring, rebranding, um, and sort of, I think it's just a, a matter of redefining what feminism should be. Okay. Um, there is a, there is a, a, a sort of a, a shift in a sense of, um, what was unex was what was once unacceptable is becoming more acceptable and more public um in a sense of showing not being modest as a woman nowadays uh more or less um using your your good looks uh or body uh for monetary gains or favors um Possibly even, you know, sort of like bagging, let's say, uh, a high-valued man, um, a well-to-do man, uh, uh, in particular, any kind of athlete, musician, whatever it may be. Any any man that has sort of um, <clears throat> a higher bank account, right, uh, a, a higher tax bracket kind of man. Sorry, I had some like coffee right before I came on here, and uh, it's kind of it's kind of hitting me right now. Um, and so there is a sort of I, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna honestly put what I what I feel is is should be out there when it comes to women that tend to use their their looks rather than intelligence or uh talent uh to uh to gain their way through through, through life you know it would be foolish of me not to t- to tell women not to do so it would be foolish of me to say to women that is it is completely unacceptable Knowing damn well how the economy works, knowing damn well how expensive things are, uh, knowing damn well that sometimes these are like the tools to survive nowadays. And I get why women do the things that they do, getting on OnlyFans, producing fetish films, getting on porn, uh, you know, going uh you know uh get doing all sorts of favors for men pretty much it's a whole billion dollar industry the porn industry is uh let's see here i'm gonna go ahead and i'm gonna shoot over to google google oh it's actually no listeners wow okay porn industry
Let's see here. Porn industry. Uh, oh, March. Oops, hold on. I'm gonna I'm gonna put my mic um, back on because of you know. Let's see here. Uh, Warren, those three words. I'm sorry if I if I if I have a sort of lack of uh, preparedness over here, but uh, I do everything on a whim. To be quite honest with you, the global pornography industry, and I'm going to go ahead and cite this. Uh, let's see here. Uh, blog dot, uh, uh, get, get nux <laughs> dot com. <laughs> okay, let's do it. <laughs> that was the first thing that popped up. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> this statistic is a stark reminder of the immense size and scope of the porn, uh, pornography industry. Is It is a testament to the fact that pornography is the multi-billion dollar industry. And one of the rapid and one that is rapidly growing. This statistic is a powerful indicator of the influence and reach of the porn, uh, pornography industry, and it is an important piece of information to consider when discussing the industry's impact on society. This is something that I feel like shouldn't be ignored. Okay, obviously there has to be something that is feeding into this porn, uh, pornography business, producing. There's obviously many, many people that are producing to make this industry happen and grow. And there's obviously people that are actually paying for it, right? In the United States alone, the pornography industry generates 12 to 16, uh, 14 billion dollars in annual re revenue. I almost, I almost said anal. <laughs> I almost said anal. This statistic is a powerful indicator of the immense size and scope of the pornography industry in the United States and demonstrates the sheer magnitude of the industry's financial success and serves as a reminder of the far-reaching impact of pornography on our society. Okay. Approximately 35% of all Internet downloads are related to pornography. This, this, this statistic is telling, is a telling indication of the prevalence of pornography in the digital world. It highlights the sheer volume of downloads related to pornography demonstrated to the industry's reach and influence. It is, it is an important statistic to consider when discussing the pornography business industry as it provides insight to the scope of the industry and its impact on the internet. Now this is one of the, the many things that, that sort of, uh, that, that I feel fuels this, this need for women to focus on their looks and show it off, uh, not just to, uh, just, not just out on the streets. It's, it, it's sort of, now you share it on the internet, right? And there's almost, there's almost seems to be a lack of consequences a, a bit. Um, when, when they, when women tend to do that, you tend to forget that it's shared. It's, it's, it's unerasable. You can't erase these things from the internet. 
You know, there's always somebody that's downloading these things, despite the fact that you may want to delete it or take it down, right? Um, <clears throat> but th these are sort of, it's, it, this is sort of, it, it, this is the kind of thing that fuels these things. Uh, listen, I, I am a feminist, but I'm not a fem Nazi. You, you get what I'm saying? There are certain things I accept because it is part of culture and I have to accept it because for one, I'm not out here to, to sort of change people. I'm out here to make you maybe have a better perspective on things. Um, maybe grow in some kind of way, make, make you a better you. Am I out here to change you and, and what you believe in and, and how you go about your way? Not necessarily. I'm just out here for you to grab some information, think about things a little differently, you know? Um, but you know, it, it, and, and when it comes to feminism, right? There's, there are women out here that judge other women really not knowing what their situation is. Uh, if these women do not, do or do not have any skills to otherwise, uh, be able to survive off of, um, if, uh, they may be, what well, the, the one thing I, there are women that judge other women so harshly. Do you get what I'm saying? Not knowing the details of their life and pretty much shit on other women, right? So uh, this is why I'm kind of going over this information because obviously there's a huge industry um and of course of course there are people that are going to produce material right to make this industry what it is This statistic is a telling indication of the prevalence of pornography related searches and thus the size of the pornography. Okay, hold on. An estimated 40 million Americans regularly visit porn sites. This did, and we are, we're about maybe 300 million strong, right? So about a little over 10%. I think that's, that's probably more. I would think that would be more to be quite honest with you. I would think it would be about more. I would think. Um, this statistic is a test. Uh, let's see here. Hold on. Uh, it keeps, it keeps, uh, okay. 70% of men aged 18 to 24 visit pornography, pornographic uh, websites at least once per month. I would think more to be quite honest with you. Uh, and let's see here. It keeps repeating the same thing. There is, there are over 4.2 uh, adult websites, million websites, excuse me, 4.2 million adult websites making about 12% of all websites. That's massive. Considering what uh, all, all the topics and, and all the, all the searches that you can, you know, look up online, 12% is all pornographic. <laughs> uh, Internet pornography makes about 20% of total e-commerce sales in the United States. I, yeah, I, uh, that's kind of a sad statistic to be quite honest with you. 
about 1.7 of adult uh, women have worked in the pornography industry at some point in their lives. 1.7% is a lot. 1.7%. Let's see here. One, two, three. One more. That's about five, 5 million women? Is that 5 million women that have died? That, does, that seems very high. That seems pretty high. Five million women. Uh, maybe. I don't know. That's, that's a very hard, that's a, that's a very, that's a high number. Five million women. It makes sense to be honest with you, but it's really hard to grasp. I, I gotta say, that's a really hard, that's a really hard, uh, statistic to really grasp for me. Five million women in the, in the pornography industry. Uh, at some point in their lives. I wonder how older, I, I wonder, uh, I, sometimes I wonder about older por porn actresses. You get what I'm saying? How they live their lives. Uh, this statistic is a powerful actual, that it keeps that. I'm gonna just, the length of time spent on a porn site is about 15 minutes. <laughs> That's all, that's all it takes. <laughs> that, that's all it takes. 52% of online porno, uh, pornography customers in the United States are aged 35 to 49. I, that I, that, that I can, that's the, that's the, that's the statistic that I can grasp. The most commonly observed age group consuming internet pornography is 18 to 24 year olds with 77% reporting recent consumption. Okay. 9% of porn users in the United States are children under 12. Oh my God. Is this true? Viewership of female friendly porn has risen 1400% between 2013 and 2017. Oh, wow. Wow, that's, those are really, uh, let's see, let's see here. Who, you won't believe who profits off of porn. I'm just saying all these statistics because I have to catch up on these things too. Um, hold on a second. How much do porn actresses make? <laughs> How? Much do porn act 
mistresses make let's let's check it out because i'm kind of curious about this that's kind of a sad number i'm i'm looking at this actually okay the medium household income for the united states is about 53,000 in 2014 um while the report breaks down average salaries among several careers there's no data about uh, adult performers i wonder why women oh this is uh, cited from uh, cnbc i'm going to cite my sources okay people like to sort of like uh sort of uh um steal content and then never cite their sources i don't like that okay women are of course the main attraction in the mainstream porn and as you might expect the um, uh, the amounts paid to actresses span a wide range a superstar performer one who has name recognition that extends beyond adult industry adult entertainment earns considerably more than a newcomer or someone who is well known among porn enthusiasts the performer's representative and agent is mo- is also important sorry there are a number of top agencies uh, such as LA Direct and Spiegler whose actresses again I- excluding the top stars earn what they could be called industry average but some naive or desperate f- performers will also associate themselves with fly-by-night individuals or agencies who ask a, a much lower rate often in hopes of earning a quick buck the determining factor is the sex act performed and whether the actress has done that act on camera before while the girls uh first get into the the business and they're new they think that they can command additional money for different sex acts said Steve Hirsch one of the owners of Vivid uh one uh, <clears throat> excuse me the owner of Vivid one of the biggest adult industry studios initially they want more money but then it depends on how popular they become here's one of the breakdowns for the traditional sex scene between a man and a woman the average actress compensation is typically between 800 to 1000 i think that's very very low i got to say i i i i have a, a a personal view on on things but let me let me speak through this uh, before i do depending on the studio's budget top tier performers can earn as much as 1500 occasionally 2000 while newcomers with a bad rep- representation can earn as little as $300 more extreme acts as you might expect command higher rates the more extreme unsuitable for describing in polite conversation can go for 1800 to 2500 wow okay and then it goes into male performers uh they it seems like they go for less um wow 
It takes more than performers on screen to make an adult industry, uh, film, of course. While the production values typically aren't on the same level as Hollywood film and the writing is generally skipped via the fast forward button, there's still rules that are needed to be filled. Uh, is that a pun? Uh, let's see here. So, and then they go into like film production. That's it. <clears throat> Adding it up while films and scenes from them are the more most visible part of the industry. Smart performers don't li limit their revenue streams to just of that part of the business. Feature dancing and product endorsement, among other things, can be uh, uh, ancillary, can be ancillary uh, incomes. Income streams. I'm sorry. I'm, I am, my chest is like congested right now, which can equal or even exceed the amount made doing shoots. Featured dancing can especially, can be especially lucrative if you got a large fan base. Performers earn a, an appearance fee, which varies widely, as well as any tips from patrons. And many performers bring along merchandise to sell to fans. One actress slash dancer says she dances, she regularly earns 7,000 to 10,000 per featured dancing appearance. Wow. <clears throat> Affiliating with the line of adult novelties can also be lucrative. Generally, there is a base payout for that. But some companies offer a percentage of product sales. The more items that bear an actress's name, body, and face on the packaging or the product, the bigger the check. Wow. How much does a porn star make? Six-figure incomes are likely a, a likely common uh, for popular stars, though that's far from an average industry. Ultimately, assuming that they have a decent agent, the performance salary comes down to three things, two of which are within their control, their work ethic and frequency, their entrepreneurial spirit, and their popularity. There's also a fourth intangible, their longevity. Porn is the industry that regularly chews up and spits out performers. Many quit after just one scene or after a few months. Some stick around for a few years, but then disappear. But a few, but a select few have chosen to make the, this a true career as the mainstream, as in the mainstream world, there are those who tend to pocket the most. That's really interesting. I didn't know about, well, I knew, I figured about some of them, but, <coughs> excuse me. Advice. Sorry, I'm trying to collect as much data so that way I know and you know what it takes and how much you pay. You get paid. Oh, Mia Khalifa famously earned 9,000 pounds over her entire career. That's it? That is it? That is it? 
I I figured that there's a lot of like um porn executives that have probably made a lot of money from this girl because her name is very out there and she's only made 9000 pounds wow wow I gotta say, wow, that's very shocking. I have never heard of that. Um, the porn industry, Vice, I guess, is <clears throat> we're talking about pounds over here. The porn industry as a whole was worth uh, 75 billion worldwide in 2014, with the U.S. But, uh, with the U.S. the most profitable market, when it comes to the average actor salary, uh, okay, so there's, now they're breaking down to like popular, uh, porn actresses. Um, she made less than 9,500 pounds over her entire career. But more recently, Italian actor, uh, Max Felicita, uh, Felicitas, told radio talk show uh, La Zanzara that he makes 1,500 pounds per a month. On one hand, the explosion of free porn sites have squeezed profits. On the other, social media has allowed performers to build a following, produce content, and go on, out on their own. To understand how much porn stars really make... <coughs> How much porn stars are really making. I got in touch with four Italian adult actors who have very different careers. Some have worked in the U.S. and others in Europe. So Valentina Napi. They're all Italian. Uh, let's see here. So she has about 1.5 million followers on Instagram. Um, but let's see here. But my income is nowhere near what an influence with the influencer uh with the same audience makes. Because nobody endorses you, that's why. Or you have like very limited amount of people that would endorse you. Um that's it. These days you're paid per scene. Getting an exclusive contract is quite rare and your and your fee depends on many factors. How famous you are, the type of scene, and so on. A lesbian scene is paid less than a scene with penetration and anal is paid more. When I went to the States, I was already quite well known. So my starting fee was higher than what you'd normally get for a beginner. I made 1,070 pounds or uh, euros, excuse me, or 915 pounds for a regular hetero scene. An actress is booked the most when she's between 22 and 26. So obviously you have like a very, very limited shelf life to be quite honest with you. And I can, t I completely see that. I mean, nobody wants to see an old hag like me. <laughs> I'm about damn near 40. 
During this time, she'd probably do about 100 scenes a year. So you work maybe 100, 100 days a year. On the average, I work maybe, <laughs> I work maybe about twice or twice or three times as that. Um, and I'm wondering what your income is, is when you work about an average of 100 scenes a year. What expenses do you have to factor in? I don't care. There are expenses like outfits, waxing, hair, nails, makeup, lashes, uh, uh, shoes, tanning, waxing, uh, STD tests. What else do you have? Uh, let's see. Uh, what else? What else? Lube. <laughs> what? I mean, there's all sorts of expenses that come with this, too. It says, what advice would you give a young actor? Build a following on social media first. And upload self-produced videos on the main platforms. The Internet may have the, the have shrunk the industry's traditional uh, income streams, but allows actors to make themselves known and make money off of their own content. It's a bit like YouTube. I have my own site with... Uh, and my channel on Pornhub. I film amateur scenes with some partners and then we share the rights. In the long run, it's the best way to make money. <coughs> Sorry. <coughs> if, I, if I sound, I'm kind of, I'm kind of there. Let's see here. It's very different as a, um, porn actor, not actress, actor. Wow. Wait, let's see. Actors fees rarely go over 500 euros or uh, 430 pounds. A scene much, uh, usually much less. If you're well established, you can ask for more. But the problem with the European market is that they're full of new actors willing to get pay paid peanuts. Oh, I'm sure. A lot of young people have to quit because it's not financially sustainable. Production that pays well rarely books new actors. So getting noticed by them is very hard, really hard. Is that a pun? <laughs> I'm finding all sorts of puns. A new actor might have a huge penis, but there's even a small risk he won't be able to porn, uh, perform on set. They'll get somebody more experienced. <clears throat> is it true that porn is one of the few sectors with a reverse uh, wage gap? Yes, but only in part. Actresses are paid more per scene and can charge more for certain acts. Uh, for example, uh, anal and pe uh, double penetration, which are uh, paid separately. Maybe I should start censoring certain things. Uh, I, anyways, it's already been said. Uh, an actor can get uh, work a lot longer if he's good. The secret to living off of porn is branching out. Sorry, I'm like kind of flipping through these scripts over here because this is this is something that I've never really. Uh, I mean, I haven't really considered too much about the wages <laughs> that a porn actress, the actor or actress can make. Uh, but anyways, let's see here. What's the average 
what? See, if you're going to shit on women, okay, educate yourself, educate yourself as to why they do it, first of all. Hold on. What is the average average income for uh only fans let's see oh wow as we mentioned earlier let's see here maybe this is not the best one hold on how can you make money off of only fans uh, <clears throat> Okay, so just a, a couple of bullet points. There's one teacher that switched textbooks for sex toys and is now making six figures a month on OnlyFans. A girl who went from homeless to millionaire in just 12 months from OnlyFans. <coughs> An actress transitioned to OnlyFans because of the pay. So when you read... Something like a girl who went from homeless to millionaire in just 12 months. You know, those are kind of the things that you have to consider. Okay. Those are the kinds of things that you have to consider. When you're talking about survival. This is what I was talking about earlier. Right. Before you start shitting on other women, consider why they do it. And obviously, it's kind of concerning. This is very concerning. Teacher switches textbooks for sex toys and is now making six figures a month. A month on from OnlyFans. <laughs> Now I'm sure that those are those are those are kind of the exceptions because I saw a much lower um, a much lower uh, amount um, from the average uh, OnlyFans model. OnlyFans fans excuse me fans is a platform that works on the principle of paying for content via a monthly subscription. Using it, creators can directly capitalize on their own content. From it, so obviously there's no nobody to suck you dry, right? That's a pun right there. Nobody to suck you dry uh, and getting a, a piece of that pie. You can directly distribute, uh, of course, besides OnlyFans, right? But it, it's a good a platform to use, right? I don't even know. I have no idea about what their percentages and what their takeaway is, right? I have no idea. But there, there's actually no minimum. There's no, there's not a pimp. Uh, there's not a porn executive, right? Uh, there's none of these people, these, these, these middlemen to take any kind of piece of that pie away. Except from only in terms of itself, but, you know, you have a little bit more control as to what you put out there, uh, and how much you can earn depending on your hustle and your, uh, and your uh, value. Uh, let's see here. 
using it, creators can directly creators can directly capitalize on their own content. For many, it means in earning additional earning additional money, while for some, even a full time job. While now, while YouTube fitness trainers and models can be found on OnlyFans, adult content is the uh, predominant is predominant on this platform. Since 2020 pandemic, the platform saw a huge boom because of many sex workers transitioned to the digital environment, which obviously I, I can kind of see. While it's its inception, the, pla the, the platform has paid $3.2 billion to its creators. How many OnlyFans accounts are there? As of 2022, there are over... 170 registered users, that's a lot, 170 million, excuse me, registered users on OnlyFans and about 1.5 million content creator websites. See, this is, this is part of that 5 million that I found so, um, that, I mean, that, that's a huge number. That's a very hard number to grasp. Moreover, it is an estimated that there are roughly 500,000 new users on this platform every day. It's also worth mentioning that only 7 million fans a month spend money on this platform. 7 million out of the 1.170 million? Wow. The majority of users, however, watch content for free. You're fucking, you're, you're cheap. <laughs> you are cheap. Um, as with the other platforms while, uh, where you, uh, earnings depend on content, followers, and audience engagement, not all, all OnlyFans users make the same amount. For example, it is an estimated that uh, estimated that an American model, Black China, made about 20 million per month from OnlyFans in 2021. I don't know whether to believe that or not. To be quite honest with you, while Bella Thorne earned one million dollars in the first 24 hours of this platform. That's a lot. However, since these are two celebrities, it's not surprising their earnings reach those amounts. But what what do OnlyFans statistics report on the earnings on the average creators? An average OnlyFans creator gets a gross pay of one point a hundred and fifty one dollars a month. Excuse me, not one point one, a hundred and fifty one dollars a month before OnlyFans takes a cut. Before, wow. However, since the average OnlyFans income of a female creator is substantially higher than a male creator, this amount may be quite different in reality. Moreover, not only not all OnlyFans users belong to the same demographic group and have the same level of commitment to this platform. What percentage does OnlyFans uh, take? No matter how much they earn, OnlyFans creators get to keep about 80% of their earnings. So 20% uh, is what OnlyFans takes for the content locked behind a paywall 
and monthly subscription. Okay. 20%. I mean, that's better than a pimp, to be honest with you. I'm not going to lie. At least, at least you get to, to take away 80%. No, I, I, that is much better than, than any pimp. <clears throat> Let's see here. However, you get the, to set the monthly subscription fee yourself and there's no limitation on how many patrons you can have. How much does the average person make on OnlyFans? Uh, you just said it. Uh, so the average admission fee is $7.20 per subscriber. <laughs> Let's say if you got an entry level job at a fast food restaurant, which on average pays 11 to $15 an hour. And it's out here. It's like fucking 18. Uh, if that were the case, maybe I'm out of, Touch is that about 18 around here in California? You definitely make more money than an OnlyFans per each, uh, each month. All in all, you can expect to make money if you become a fans, a member of the OnlyFans top percentage earners. However, since it takes so much time to, to turn a profit, establish your brand, and get loyal subscribers, you first need to put some serious effort into it to get there. Uh, simply uh, that that is an average of 21 subscribers overnight 21 subscribers uh wow And then they, and they, they put some few tips. If you want to make any, anything between 5,000 and 100,000 is a top earner on this platform. I'm sorry. My, my, my chest is just, it's trying to bother me. <clears throat> Let's see here. Uh, you can start, start off by com- customizing the price of your OnlyFans subscription. It can go from 499 to 4999 with the average of being 720 per month. It is best to set a reasonable price. Well, let's see. Or you can do subscription bundles. This is kind of giving me ideas. (laughs) I'm just kidding. This is not giving me ideas. I'm not going to lie. I am not going to lie. For that amount, you are straight, you are straight up selling, selling yourself out. I'm not going to fucking lie. When I see those, when I see those uh particular amounts, you are straight up selling yourself out. But on the same token, I will have to say, like very low income people, $151 a month does make a difference. Like it will make a difference. Let's say, for example, it's going to put gas in your car. It's gonna put food on your table. Even if you eat top ramen all, all month long, at least you have top ramen all month long. Right? These are like the kinds of things that when, 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 when you have, when you're gonna shit on a woman, right? For doing these things, right? 
you have to take these things into consideration. If you've never been in that type of situation where you have no food, no way to get to work, right? To make yourself, to make a, 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 your, you make a, a, a living for yourself, right? If you've never ever struggled, it is so much easier for you to just, just shit on another woman to make, for making these types of decisions, right? This is why I advocate. This is why I advocate not just using yourself for looks. Right? This is why I advocate to young women and girls out there. This is why I absolutely advocate when you listen to these low <clears throat> Now, now there's also other niches uh from this from the porn industry like stripping and prostitution and and things like that that we do have to consider okay these are maybe a couple of different options that women have but this is also putting content of yourself out there for the world to see even if there's paid subscribers and it doesn't make uh, much noise on the internet. It's still, it kind of, these things will somehow, some, sometimes will somehow get around. This is why I advocate for you to use every part of yourself, any type of ability you have, right? To make it in this world. Now I understand this might not be only the only income that a woman has. But I hope it doesn't become your only option. Because first of all you, you have only a very short shelf life. And I can only imagine that your reputation gets ruined. Right? I don't know how it is in L.A. Uh, I've never lived in LA. I live in Northern California, um, in the Bay Area, where actresses are not really the run of the mill around here. But I can only, I can only imagine what a lot of porn actresses may have to go through when they're dealing with the public and when it's known that she is a porn actress. I can only imagine a couple of things. Right. There, I'm sure there's rejection because people will, won't always accept your lifestyle. These are sort of things to consider. Now, will I shit on you? No, I won't shit on you. I, I understand certain things. When I read the possibility of earning a high income. Through this economy, I understand certain things. I understand having to earn income to put food on your table or to put gas in your car or to, to do this, to, to have more financial freedom. I understand certain things. Right? This is why I'm putting this out there. So hear me out on this. This is the, 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 the statistics. And the possibly, and, and maybe some of the motives that some women have, 
You know, I have a feeling that most of these women uh, do it for money, but there are women that have actually, I'm sure, somewhere in the industry, there are a lot of women that have absolutely no choice but to do it. You know, a lot of times I, I, I come across YouTube videos and it's kind of heartwarming to see the compassion from people. There's, there's these things, there, there are videos of prostitutes roaming the streets just trying to survive. And what's heartwarming about these, uh, these threats that I tend to see is people sending out their love and sending out their prayers, uh, of, of safety. Of hoping that they, they get out of it, of, of love, to be quite honest with you, because there are women that have absolutely no choice. You know? This is sort of a channel. <clears throat> For women. And people that support women, girls, trying to educate you on something. There's no one right, right way to be a woman. Sometimes we just have to do what we have to do. Right? These are some of the things that some women have to do. Maybe there's some, there's some force behind it. You never know. Maybe there's some force behind it. You never know. There are victims behind this. Truly. There are slaves behind this. Women and girls that have fallen into the wrong hands. Abusive people. Abusive fucking people. When you see the mugshots of people who are caught and arrested for sex trafficking, you see not only just men, you also see women. And there's not one type of age and not one type of color and not one type of culture that is behind all of it. You see a, a multiple, multiple colors, multiple races, multiple types of faces. I mean, all sorts of people, right? Because they want in on this very same industry that we're speaking about right now. This is a very high-paying industry. Now, I'm not going to shit on you for making these decisions, but what I will do, okay, is in a sense, 
not exactly encouraging young women to do this. Not exactly encouraging young women to do this. Because at the end of the day, I want women to know and understand and protect the options that you do have. Just as I protect the option for you to be a housewife and for you to be a mother, I have to understand and I also have to protect. If you want to put this type of content, then I'll, I will protect that option as well. Because there is an industry. There is a need. Men are willing to pay. And I would be foolish to think that women won't want to have a hand in getting paid in some kind of way through this, this high paying industry. It would be very, very foolish of me. It would be extremely foolish of me not to accept. It's simply tolerating, to be quite honest with you. Don't tell me, don't tell me that I, I, I didn't have this on. <laughs> I'm going to be fucking mad. Oh my God. Oh my God. Hopefully, hopefully I have everything on. I don't know. I've been going on for like 54 minutes and I think I was going through all sorts of like, um, statistics and, and whatnot. And I'd be fucking, I'll be fucking mad if um, some part of the podcast wasn't recorded. <laughs> um, but anyways, you, you can hear my congestion. When we accept certain things like this, right? And you, ex- and you can kind of understand why women do what they do. A lot of men don't understand it, but they, uh, yet they pay, a lot of men pay into it. Right? A lot of men don't want to understand it, but yet 7 million men will pay into, into the porn industry. Millions of men, right? Prostitution 
is the oldest occupation. Simply said, there's always been a need for it. I don't want to accept that it's because of male biology, that there's a need for you to, to, to sort of, uh, uh, you know, get your, get your wild oats out, right? But obviously it's kind of the case, right? There's a, there, there has been a need from the very start for prostitution for one reason or another. I'm not fucking male. I don't know what it is. I don't know how it's like. Right? Simply said. Simply said. The fuck? Oh, I think that's my, my air conditioner. <clears throat> Simply said. So I just find it funny. I would much rather protect these women from ever being harmed. You know, it's sort of like there are always going to be men out there that mistake. And I'm going to say, and I will say fucking mistake women as objects we're not fucking objects we're human beings mistake women was stupidly mistake women as objects kill them and throw them away i would much rather protect the safety the safety of this these women than than to shit on them to be quite honest with you right i would much rather be protective of these women than to shit on them and to exile them from the space of inclusivity. And I don't like to use the word inclusivity whatsoever, but I, but I really think that when you're in, when, when you work these occupations, I would think that a lot of times you're kind of ousted out. You're kind of singled out many a times when people know exactly what you do for a living. Your lifestyle is is not usually accepted. I would much rather be protective over the safety of these young women before before I exit exile them out of the safe space for any woman to be in. Right? There's very few there's very few acts there's very few things that are not acceptable to me, to be quite honest with you. But when you're talking about having to survive in one way or another, earning income in one way or another, if it, it if it's if it's not stealing from people, if people are happily paying for your services, you know, I would much rather be protective over you, over anything else, over exile, setting you aside, right? calling you filthy, whatever it is that you've experienced in the past from other people, I don't want you to feel this way towards me and this group. I would much rather be like the big sister, the prima, if you're Latina, the prima, la tia, whatever the fuck you consider me to be. 
I would much rather be protective over these young women over anything else. Because I don't know what your story is. I don't know what you have to go through. I don't know what your struggles are. I have no idea. I have no fucking idea. And that's why I decided to do this podcast is to establish a sense of safety. It's to establish a sense of safety because when you feel safe in a group, you call it a community. Well, let's see the definition of what community is. The definition of community. A feeling of fellowship with others as a result of sharing common attitudes. Uh, This is citing from Oxford Languages. A sharing of common attitudes, interests, and goals. I think this is a sharing of goals. If you share this goal of being a part of a group, not necessarily like-minded, growing, learning, developing, right? If you share this goal, you're a part of this community. Like I said, there's very few things that I uh, find extremely, extremely unacceptable, and I cannot tolerate that, right? It's the harming of anybody, first of all. Sexually, emotionally, mentally, physically. I Sometimes I'll verbally abuse you, (laughs) because that's... But I'm, I get fucking mad sometimes when I when I get treated a certain way, I those that might come out, okay. And I might call you bitch when when I feel feisty and frisky. <laughs> I call, I might call a friend, a best friend bitch, but that's out of affection. You know what I mean? Those are the types of things that I just don't accept, right? I just don't accept. I'll call you out. But but when but 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 I would much rather uh take you in, right? I would much rather take you in than to be a fucking judgmental motherfucker and say you don't belong in this group. Just another, just another pocket of people that is not accepting of you. I can't control how a person comes out. But what I can do is influence you, hopefully in the best way possible. 
right? Hopefully, however way you are, however way you come to me, hopefully by the end of this whole journey, because this is sort of this podcast for me, is and and this whole social media thing for me has been a fucking journey. This is a fucking journey. It's an epic adventure. <laughs> this is what what was that? What was that fucking David uh, Carradine uh, show? It was like the the Legend of Kung Fu. <laughs> what was that thing? Let's see here. Hold on. The the Legend. Of Kung Fu. I don't know why. Whenever I think about a journey, like an epic journey, I think of the legend of Kung Fu. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, anyways, R.I.P. David Garrity. And it's sort of like. <clears throat> This has been a journey for me. You know, I, I started, I, I had a certain mindset at the very start of this whole thing. And I've learned things along the way to have me grow. Again, the definite, the, the definition of community is a group of people with common care, or excuse me, Let's see here. A feeling of fellowship with others as a result of sharing common attitudes, interests, and goals. Let's set aside attitudes. Let's set aside differences. The main focus is a goal. The goal is to empower, empower people. That is the goal is to empower yourself, is to empower each other. Why would I set aside people, women that may be vulnerable? Why would I set, set you aside and say you are not worthy to be empowered? Right? Why would I set you aside? You may be one of the most vulnerable group of women. Why would I set you aside and cast you out and say you are not worthy to be empowered? You know, there's so much judgment towards these girls, and uh, I don't want to be the one to also do it. Like I said, it's not uh, it's not an encouragement for me to uh, I'm not encouraging this. But what I simply will not do is to cast vulnerable women out there and say you are not worthy worthy to be empowered. Maybe these messages may empower you to make you feel like you are more than something else 
more than what you feel like you are on the inside. The goal is to empower. This is a journey. This is not a one-stop shop. This is the goal is to empower. I'm going to leave it off at that. Hopefully uh, my message is heard throughout this entire podcast because this thing was like out. <laughs> uh, I hope that uh, it, it captured every single word that I had to say, including all the statistics, the boring statistics. But I found it interesting uh, this evening. Apologies if I sound a little congested. I've been trying to get rid of this chest cold. Uh, but I, I still showed up. Oh, I know it's fucking time for bed, Alexa. I'm wrapping it up. Just calm, calm your tits down. Um, but it's sort of like it. There is sort of um, I feel like there is um. Hopefully, somebody takes away from this uh, in a sense that. There should be less judgment in this world. Yes, people make mistakes. And like I keep saying to people, I don't expect perfection whatsoever. Right? I don't expect perfection out of anybody because don't expect any perfection out of me. Don't expect perfection out of me because I'm telling you right now, I am far from perfect. So I do not expect perfection out of people whatsoever. I give people chance after chance after chance after chance after chance. If you decide that you will not change, you are going to be the person that I decide that you're not worthy of putting effort into. Straight blank, blank point. If you decide that you're not going to change after I give you so many options, so many chances, you're going to be that same, very same person that I decide that I'm not going to put any effort into it. Right? I think that's, I hope that's understood for, first of fucking all, because I don't expect perfection, but when you decide to, and you, and you let me know, right? After years of effort from me, from me, excuse me, from me, and you decide that you don't want to change, then I'm going to decide that you're not worthy and I'm not going to put any fucking effort into you. Okay. I think that's very fair. If you decide you don't want to change, that's fine. I'm going to decide that you are unworthy of my effort. I think that's very fair to be quite honest with you. And you can kiss my ass at that, too. You can kiss my motherfucking ass. Okay? Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, motherfucker. Bye-bye. You can kiss my ass. Now, if you are here because you want to grow with me, 
you want to evolve with me, then stick with me. Don't hide because I hate that shit. You expect me not to hide. You motherfucker need to stop hiding. If you don't want to change that, you're not going to be worthy of me making any kind of effort. Okay? I think that's very fair. And you can kiss my ass if you think otherwise. You can kiss my motherfucking ass at that too. Okay? If you're going to pull that shit, don't be surprised when I pull the same shit on you. Don't be surprised when I turn my back off on you. Okay? Don't be surprised. Don't be surprised because the pet, the level of petty, the level of petty that I have is deeper than the Mariana trenches. That's the level of petty. It goes low. It goes motherfucking low. Okay? It goes deep and <laughs> it goes deep too. Okay? That's the level of petty I, I carry within myself. I will simply turn my back off on you. And I don't give a shit either. You want to play some games with me? I, I will turn my back off on you. You are unworthy for me to make any kind of effort. You are absolutely unmotherfucking worthy. You want to pull some shit off on me? I will go petty on you. Don't be shocked. Don't be surprised because I will laugh at you for thinking and you're, I'm going to call you an idiot. This is, this is the, I understand I'm a little verbally excessive. You know what? I got tired and, and those words I think are well earned by you. People don't stop bothering me. I try to turn my back. People don't stop bothering me. You're going to be called an idiot some way or another. But I'm going to, I digress. I think the last few points that I, that uh, that actually uh, <laughs> were relative to this whole topic, I think those are, I think those are very. Uh, I, I think I just should end on that. Anyways, my name is Denise. I'm with Sixteen Petals Podcast, and you have a. Hold on, I wanted to go smooth on this one. Uh. Yes. Thank you so much, Pamela. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Because I will have to say, I will have to say that you just don't know where these women come from at the end of the day. You don't know how they were raised, if they were victims.